happy Saturday. Today is July 4th, 2020. This is what America knows as Independence Day, the day we are supposed to be celebrating independence of these great, great states, this entire nation, but still we're assumed to ignore that when founding these colonies, we were property. That when signing this Declaration of Independence, we were slaves. And when overall writing up this mission statement, for what is now the United States. We weren't fuel. We still were not full humans to many Americans, if not all. We were treated like we weren't human by all. Um, but back to the 4th of July, what our teachers, media, and propaganda has taught us throughout the years is that this is the date our founding fathers, which included names like Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, James Adams, um, let's see, there's one more I feel like. Alexander Hamilton. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was all of them. These were the men who had to agree upon that this declaration is now going to be the foundation of our colonization. Um, it just blows me. It really fucking blows me that so many of us still celebrate this holiday. You know? Of course, I have a rolling eye emoji for white America who go all out for it, but damn, I don't even think I did my full intro. <laughs> I'm really in my feelings. All right, hold on, hold on. Bring it back and bring it back. Saturday. Today is July 4th, 2020. Thank you for listening to the Afro Dream Podcast. This is Princess Samora. And like I said, happy Saturday. All right. Back to the, <laughs> the 4th of July fuckery. Um, 
so yeah, on this day, our father signed a declaration. Um, now, these 13 colonies are officially parting ways with King George. We're free. Woo! Well, I wasn't free. My ancestors weren't free. My ancestors were still enslaved. My ancestors were still being beat. A lot of them were still being captured. So I can't relate um, to the gratitude for this particular declaration. But for a lot of white Americans, we are free from Britain. Woo! Insert fireworks here. Um, so, actually, the original resolution was passed on July 2nd, 1776, by the Continental Congress. It was heavily influenced by this guy out of Virginia. So, this dude basically wrote, wrote up a, it was a legal document, you know, anything you, you write up and you present in front of a, um, I don't know, they weren't notarizers back then, so I guess the, the town's lawyer, it is now, it can now be considered a declaration. So he scripted up this declaration, um, including like particular dialect that stated things that will provide permanent separation from Britain and these colonies at the time. And these colonies will be ran by these founding fathers that still had us enslaved. So I'm going to keep saying that because that's how I feel. I can't fucking relate. Um, so yeah, dude out Virginia, his name I have somewhere. Richard Henry Lee Adams. That was his name. So he wrote up a declaration in like June of that year, 1776. And um, the fathers really fucked with it. They was like, all right, let's redo this. Let's add a little bit of this and that. Um, presented it in front of the Congress. The Congress is like, all right, that's straight. The reason why July 4th is the day that's celebrated is because that was the day it was formally announced to everyone. And, um, you know, the Congress kind of had to come back in and, like, write that they fuck with it, too. But everything was decided on July 2nd. Uh, so, in about, so every year after that, it was a celebrated day. It was unwritten rule for a really long time. But always known for celebration, explosive, family gatherings, uh, lots of food, blah, 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 for these white people. We were still preparing that food for them. We were still serving those gatherings and still holding shit down. I come from a very strong people. In about 1870, 
it was um, decided by federal it became a federal holiday in about 1870 as if it wasn't enough that these motherfuckers have had us enslaved for over a couple of centuries at this point they decided to make it a federal holiday the date that they signed a declaration that provided them freedom from other white people while as an entire global front you're enslaving humans that were darker than you in skin tone that bear different accents than yours we can't acknowledge that at all but we're forced to celebrate this holiday okay um and yes let's let's talk about these dates really quick so in about 1870 this was a federal holiday it was unpaid at that time but that's literally five years after they finished telling all the slaves that they were free two years after the emancipation of proclamation was actually done signed given two years after that that happened in 1863 that soldier Dude, I should know his name, but yeah. Uh, a soldier came down to Texas in like 1865 and explained that Abraham Lincoln has freed all of y'all. Y'all can go home. Whatever the fuck home was supposed to be at that time, y'all can go there. We should have been talking about prison reform before prison was even thought of. Like, damn. Don't get into that, Shahai. Not right now. I was going to talk about how no one had any consideration to provide resources or assistance in order to help us get a fighting hand. But instead, they tried very, very hard. And was successful for a little bit to keep us enslaved by telling us now we are working for compensation. Our compensation is our stay. Our compensation is our food. The food that we are growing. The places that we are building and still being abused to do so. Just not as much now because we're free. This is not our compensation. Won't get into that. Um, but yeah, so they make it a federal holiday. It becomes a paid holiday in about, nineteen seventy eight. So that's not too long ago. 
And another thing I think that I want to bring light to is maybe if white America would acknowledge the blood that we shed for this country, how that red stripe really should represent our blood that was shed in those civil wars, we'll probably have just a smidge more patience. But nobody wants to talk about that. Everybody wants to talk about their white grandpa Joe. My uncle Kuta was out there too. They were using him as a human shield, not providing him with weapons. No type of pretend armor, just him. Expecting him to use his natural instincts, strength, and wisdom of the land that they have beaten, whipped, and abused in order to make them a slave in the first place out of them. Now it's time to turn it back on to fuck with us so we can separate from England. But we're not going to talk about it in the future. This is going to be another one for us. You aren't humans yet. Those motherfuckers try to play us like we were, even though we were, like we were just horses or something in this battle. There was a lot of black lives lost during those wars. Um, Frederick Douglass was asked to do a speech in about 1852, celebrating the 4th of July and explaining the gratitude that we as a nation had for the colonizers. Um, In that speech, Frederick Douglass basically kind of, you know, put a a side hit, like a a the fuck type of face. He starts the speech with asking, in a very sarcastic tone, how would he be able to do this speech justice? He cannot relate to the benefits of this declaration in no way. Him or his people have nothing, nothing, to be grateful for. What, what, what is he supposed to be celebratory of when his people are still currently enslaved during the time you're asking him to do the speech? He's, in your head, he is a super nigga. Like, literally, he is smart. He is able 
to enunciate and express himself in ways of not only body language or broken self-talk, but in full words. Y'all literally thought that was that was either a superpower or from some type of splash of white blood. Um, which we all know was inserted throughout the generations due to the mass rapes. But either way, he couldn't just be a smart human. So many really aren't ignorant. They just pretend to be. They don't want to talk about it. That's why they don't. But they know about it. I decided to insert some of the speech, so take a listen with me. That brought life and healing to you has brought stripes and death to me. This 4th of July is yours, not mine. You may rejoice, I must mourn. To drag a man in fetters? into the grand illuminated temple of liberty and call upon him to join you in joyous anthems or in human mockery and sacrilegious irony. Do you mean, citizens, to mock me by asking me to speak today? What to the American slave is your 4th of July? I answer, a day that reveals to him more than all other days of the year the gross injustice and cruelty to which he is a constant victim. To him, your celebration is a sham. But he is still expected to go up and give a speech. Um, so after questioning... He continues to just explain how it's overall fucked up, how white America continues to mock the Negro, continues to force some type of entertainment out of our pain. It's just devastating that ignorance is so much of a bliss. And it hurts that so many really aren't ignorant. They just pretend to be. They don't want to talk about it. That's why they don't. But they know about it. We all know the famous quote, <laughs> Boys in the Hood, Tupac, no. 
too far. Um, I, I'm just so irritated. And I still, I don't know if I'm showing face today, but, um, <laughs> never lie. The famous quote, boys in the hood, ice cube on the porch. With either they don't know, they don't show, or they don't care about what's going on in the hood. We're such a forgiving people. We hope that it's that they don't know. We're such an intelligent people that subconsciously we know that they they don't care. Some some of us may not show our real struggle. But that's mainly because we know they don't care. They their goal is to continue to tell us we're free while holding systematic injustices over our head and then telling us it's just a mirage. On the 4th of July, I'm hearing, I'm accustomed to having many friends and family, I don't have friends, having many family members (laughs) go out, go all out for this day, you know, get fireworks, have the cookout, all the food, blah, blah, blah. Um, And I understand that's just due to the natural optimism that we have as a people. But we should have been stopped spending our money on this holiday. We should have been stopped such a long time ago. This year, I see on social media all this talk about having a blackout weekend, not purchasing anything for the next couple of days or or at least Saturday. I'm not sure. I seen one for like the whole weekend and I seen one for Saturday. Either way Do I want to clap for that? Yes. Can I do it confidently confidently? No. Why not? Because we think that it takes a holiday for us not to want to continue to put our money into the things we have an option. Because, you know, shit like rent, you're most likely leased under a white-owned company. Like, you're a complex or unless you have a house that is paid off already, Many of us are still in renting situations like myself. You're literally under a, a white um, corporation, some way, somehow. But when it comes to things like restaurants, even clothing, hygiene products, you have the option to go black-owned. It's a lot more work. And in some incidents, it may be more expensive. Am I telling you to not 
get your money's worth. I'm not. If you're in an incident and you feel like you're not getting the best service, I always advise get the best service, even if that means going elsewhere. But you always have the option to go black owned in small things like that just because our people with so many steps being taken back we still have made so many steps forward and it's most likely a black owned restaurant within 10 miles of you more than likely especially if you're in like a metropolitan area um We should be doing that all throughout the year. That should be a, a new that should be a new practice if that's what it is for many of you. That should be a new practice. Me personally, I've been trying to put my money in black businesses for the last couple of years. Um, not only because personal experiences I had, and then trying to further my education and overall philanthropy in the community, but trying to also make an attempt to circulate this dollar in my community. Put my money where my mouth is, literally. I keep I can't keep on talk about what I want for myself and for my people if I'm not helping my people get there. Every opportunity I get. So, yes, personally, I've been attempting to put my dollar back in the black community. I work hard for it. The least I can do is try to start creating some generational wealth, not only for my own, but for my brothers and sisters. Um, Just trust me, I'm holding minds down regardless. How? Not sure yet, but <laughs> working on it, Daily. Constantly. <laughs> Back to the blackout. So yeah, you just buying things black owned when you, when you stop rushing. We can literally start seeing this money stay, seeing this money build, seeing this money stack. We don't hold it long enough to stack it. So if you're not going to hold it in your pocket, the least you can do is go put it in another black person's pocket. Because Karen and Ken, they're good. And their kids are good. And most likely their kids' kids are good. Our still going to have to figure it out. I know if my parents had a different choice, I wouldn't be struggling the way I am. <laughs> I know it. While we're here, I am going to talk about a little injustice. Not a little. A fucking outrage that this country... With all the protesting going on, 
and the hashtags of say his name, say her name. The attempts that companies, different media outlets, and more have been making to show their alliances with black lives. They make me laugh. I guess the breadcrumbs make me laugh because it's as if white America is clutching their invisible pearls as they see the outrage. But this shit has been forever. This shit has been forever. And more importantly, a lot of us scream because it's on video. A lot of it's been on video, though. And I know that it takes a lot for change. But I just guess we should have been saying his name or her name. <clears throat> Yesterday, Kendrick Johnson's case was dismissed. Um, I am going to give a briefing about Kendrick Johnson as I get myself together. I'm so irritated. I'm so fucking irritated. If that name doesn't ring a bell, Kendrick Johnson was a young man. who was found head first in the center of a vertical rolled up wrestling mat in his high school gym in Georgia, January 11th, 2013. I'll repeat, Kendrick Johnson, born October 10th, 1995, was found head first, rolled up in a wrestling mat in his high school gym on January 11th, 2013. An autopsy done by the Georgia Bureau stated that Johnson has died of positional asphyxiation and then the case was ruled as an accidental death by the Longsden County Sheriff's Office. They ruled his death overall as a accident. Kendrick accidentally rolled himself up in a wrestling mat tucked behind a bleacher he did all this accidentally by himself and suffocated because asphyxiation, to my knowledge, is the body being deprived of oxygen. While I was here talking about 
Independence Day, I thought it would be nice to spread a little bit awareness of the injustices that have been going on, but more importantly, in the 21st century. Kendrick Johnson's body was first discovered in January of 2013. It has been an ongoing case since then. July 1st, 2020, his case was dismissed after seven years. I wanted to provide some type of introduction into Kendrick's segment of this podcast because um, I did just start talking about him and I think it was important to provide some type of prior introduction. So Kendrick was a 17-year-old young man found in Georgia in his high school and gymnasium rolled up in a wrestling mat. Investigations, like I said, have been supposed to be going on for the last seven years, trying to bring real justice to Kendrick and his family. Why did we expect so much of our country? Who knows, but... Kendrick Johnson was found by students of the high school. They explained that they usually come and play on the mats. On that day, they seen a shoe. Also, blood was found on the floor. Coming around, they at the end of the mat, they seen feet sticking out with white socks. A pair of shoes were stuffed next to it. And they reported it, of course. I'm not going to go too deep into Kendrick Johnson's case. Not only because of the sensitivity of it, but because I don't feel like I have to in order to describe the dehumanizing this country continues to do. To my people. When being reported, Kendrick's body was mishandled by not only the Georgia Bureau, but as well as the school, the county's law enforcement. Instead of presenting it as a crime scene and the coroner being called right away they took about two hours to call which is against the law no tape was being put down no one had on protective gear in order to not protect yourself but instead to protect the crime scene different evidence that was found next to the body was ignored and repeatedly explained that it had something to do with a different thing in the school. Compared to treating this like a real crime scene, they basically walked over it in order to fuck it up. To make it even harder to prove the murder of this young boy 
with already having a story in their head, they came up with that Kendrick has dropped his shoe in between the wrestling mats. And as he was hanging over the ledge of these bleachers, upside down too long, it caused asphyxiation. He fell, which were the causes of the bruises, according to law enforcement. And somehow rolled up into a mat during cleaning, during something. They continue to try to shove down our throat some way, somehow. This was all an accident. Some way, somehow. With the evidence not only being fucked up, the parents were denied access to the body on multiple occasions. His mother had reported him missing a day prior to his body being found. He was reported absent that day in school after being put on the lockdown. She repeated to explain she felt like her son was found. They completed to they continued to deny her access. And I'm pretty sure that was because they were too busy trying to make this seem like an accident compared to the homicide it was. A couple of white boys, some brothers with the last name of Bill, their first names escape me at the moment, were brought in for questioning. I guess the realty is for years, I used to hear older adults around me talking about different things, and a heavy thing is like the black market and how. Why I understand completely why my mother is as protective as she is. It breaks my heart for my sisters and my brothers being snatched left to right with no type of news coverage, media coverage, and no true awareness or fucks to give about the being snatched left to right for things, not only sex, but as well as organ selling. Our natural strength is something that has always been admired by the white man. Our natural abilities has always, always been literally the hatred that drives white America for us. So, throughout the year, once, throughout the years, once, slavery wasn't something they can really do so blindly and openly. And then we had things like discrimination, segregation, etc. We went through that period that was still a little easy for them to do what they want. And, it's, and now we're in 2020. 
with enough big names behind them, they're able to still snatch us, harvest us, and sell us as if we're Amazon product, literally to the highest bidder. So the reason why I brought that up is because Kendrick family hired a second autopsy doctor, Dr. Bill Anderson. Uh, He found during his autopsy that Kendrick didn't die from asphyxiation. Instead, he died from a blow to the neck. Bruises were reported by different witnesses on the scene not reported by law enforcement or the Georgia Bureau or the coroner. Remember, other evidence was also found on the scene. It just wasn't taken in as evidence. Instead, it was ignored and discarded and mishandled. When questioning the coroner about these things in the Georgia State Bureau, they refused to talk. They didn't want to talk about it. It frustrated them. Eventually, they came out with a statement explaining that things were mishandled. Oops. That's how I read it. Oops. And we still celebrate the 4th of July. So, after he's doing his second autopsy, he finds that it's a blow to the neck was the cause of death. He finds another fucked up thing that wasn't reported by anyone, including the funeral home. Kendrick is stuffed with newspapers, junk mail in a sense, ads, coupons, etc. No one talked about that. Kendrick's organs were removed from his brain down to his intestines abdomen, everything removed. And somehow this all was still just an accident. I I can't even imagine the pain that this family is experiencing. I feel like I'm feeling it, but I know I'm not feeling it like they're feeling it. I wish I can physically take some because I know it has to be a burn I know this has to hurt so after reporting his findings and more questioning that's being done the Georgia Bureau was like look we took everything out of him and put it back before giving it to the funeral home for bombing the funeral home was kind of like we don't practice shit like that we ain't never heard of that. We didn't even feel the need to check for something like that. Nobody knows nothing about anything. But we have a 17-year-old boy found in his high school, rolled up in a wrestling match. Wrestling mat. I keep on saying that. Wrestling mat. And nobody knows anything about it. Different video hidden by the school and law enforcement. 
bullshit attempts to bring anyone forward for any type of justice. I mean, this all happened in 2013, seven years ago to date. Kendrick case was dismissed on July 1st, 2020. There's no reason that justifies, in my opinion, the dismissing of this case. There's no reason to justify the mistreatment of this case. There's no way to explain to me that you care about me as a nation and my people when in the 21st century we have in your face the attempt to still have a racial genocide. Different avenues per normal. Whether it's using a gun, using a noose. It's just, it's fucking baffling. It's fucking baffling that we shoot fireworks for our country's independence that still didn't acknowledge us as humans when they declared that independence. With this being such a devastating case, I know so many people in black America expect it for it to be handled de- delicately with all the time it took to charge somebody. You know, definitely enough Give us a little help. Uh- to charge somebody. Excuse that. I don't know what the hell that was. Um, be safe, my brothers and sisters. Be safe. Remember, so many people are obsessed with you that you don't even know watching you. You don't know why they obsessed with you. And they will never talk about it. They will never admit it. They still don't want to talk about the Declaration of Independence. Look, if we can make Juneteenth a federal holiday, a paid federal holiday at that, I probably will look your way. But as of right now, as you celebrate the independence of your country, you remember the blood my ancestors shed for it. 
you soak in the pain my ancestors have and how it's been passed down to me and my peers and how now we scream their pain because in this 21st century, you're still abusing us as a nation. You're still trying to take us out and we still don't know our strength because systematically, the injustice is beyond the written ones. It's so many unwritten rules that fall along in your society that we cannot relate to, but are expected to be able to celebrate with you. Make it make sense. To all of my brothers and sisters once again, be safe. Spread love, spread awareness, and also just keep in mind, just because you don't know your sauce don't mean somebody else don't see it. Just because you don't know you the shit don't mean somebody else don't. Usually they do. And it's unfortunate the amount of men and women being snatched because of their natural essence before our very eyes, but still so far underneath the wrap, so far underneath the radar that it does not deserve news coverage, that it does not deserve a social media announcement. Give me a website. Fuck that. I'm going to give you a website. Yes, that is going to have to be something. I need constant reports where everyone can put in their stories on some type of injustice this country has had on you or your family today because it's one daily that we don't know about that they're not going to tell us about and it's not going to be shown period point blank some type of website where everyone can report their injustices and overall we can start fighting together first we have to talk to one another i understand that with talking Hopefully, we can create some type of organization. With that organization, let's create a fight. A fight for discussions about the foundation of this country. A fight about, if not revising, okay, let's separate again. We'll delegate our own shit over here, just like y'all did. Nobody really wants to come to that. Like I said, we're such a peaceful people. We're so loving. Nobody really wants to come to that. 
but we can't continue to live under these conditions. We should have been saying their names. These breadcrumbs being given out by different forms of corporate America. I have not thanked you because you will not continue to play with my intelligence. You been knew that was fucked up. You knew it was fucked up before you made it your motto. You knew it was fucked up before you made it your mascot. You knew it was fucked up before you made it your statue. You knew it was fucked up before you made it your holiday. You been knew it was fucked up. You been knew. That's literally the thing that drives you is that foundation of the fucked upness. When you felt inferior to something. But little did you know. We were people. We were goddesses and gods. We were kings and queens. We were warriors. And we are. We just have to remind ourselves. We have to get back there. I don't know how yet, but we're going to get back there. And share some knowledge. Enjoy yourself today. Please be safe. Don't give your money. Help circulate that shit in the black community. Fuck blacking out for a weekend. Fuck blacking out for a day. Fuck all that. Blackout for for your life, man. Make that shit a lifestyle. If you can put it in the black business, put it in the black business. If you can put it in the black community first, put it in the black community first. You have the options. I understand shit like rent. I pay rent. And I know that my complex is probably under a bigger white corporation. I understand that. It's fucked up. But I'm going to get a house. I'm going to get me some land. I'm going to have shit, y'all. I'm going to have a lot of shit. But as far as right now, I pay rent. <laughs> and in aspects like that, I do understand this a little harder. But... When it comes to things like food, I promise you probably have a black restaurant within 10 miles of you. Just got to Google. It's a lot of research, but you, got, you can find it. Clothes, you have the option to order black. Lingerie, socks, shoes. There, there's a black option. I understand every option can't. I understand every option may not be able to be accessible black right now. I get that. I completely get that. But the attempt is so much more than you know. The attempt will make it a habit. Once it becomes a habit, we will really start seeing this dollar circulate. Once we start seeing this dollar circulate and having some real philanthropy, we will be able to create this foundation. Once we recreate, once we create a foundation for ourselves, it will be just that much easier to argue against theirs. It will be just that much easier to start that discussion that is well overdue. Because truth be told, I don't want it to be your argument. I just know it's going to have to be. It's already your argument. I understand. We just don't have enough organization for... We don't have enough organization for them to see the real threat. They still feel like they have that one up, that one up. And in different areas of life, they do. But let's start the conversation. Let's stand ten toes down on how we feel about it. And 
let's start treating each other more like brothers brothers and sisters trying to create generational wealth compared to enemies trying to de- trying to deter one another in order to get ahead thank you so much for listening to the afro dream podcast these are my afro dreams so i appreciate you for staying through